For those of you who don't know me, my name is Emily. I'm the Brooklyn Community Coordinator here. Um, please, please come say hi to me after services. Um, I'm also a queer Jew, which is not known to a lot of people here, but here it is. <laughs> when I first came out as queer, I truly wholeheartedly believed I had to choose between my queerness and my Judaism. And I believe that having both meant that I was inharmonious with my body, with my mind, with my soul. But I wasn't there yet. And at the time, it came from a place of where I saw struggles of faith and identity from working in nonprofits, from working in synagogues. And I thought, wow, we all have a lot of work to do. The struggle between choosing two communities and going in two directions is, I would not wish that on anybody's body, mind, or soul. You would just feel so empty and so spiritually unfulfilled. It wasn't until I went to my wandering in the desert, Jewish grad school, I was um, <laughs> encouraged by my classmates and my teachers to figure out and put words to why I felt so comfortable in these Jewish queer spaces what they gave me, how if they were imperfect, you still felt supported by the people in front of you. What experience education models looked like with these queer models, how unapologetic you became when you started standing up for yourself. And the best part about it is they create an experience just like that for you to reflect and find yourself. It's a beautiful place to be. When I think about what the root of these communities offer, the first word that comes to mind is repair. Tikkun. Not just the world that was created for us, but in our hearts, in our history, in the opinions we possess, the repair for our souls that can't believe that queerness and Judaism have to live in conflict. And repairing our history. Being queer in this moment is reclaiming the history that once took us to liberation by saying our ancestors' names and raising them up. Miriam dies right at the beginning of this Parsha. Miriam, who nourished us spiritually and led us and danced down the Red Sea, whose death in six words, count them six words, basically inspired an uprising between the people that Moses and Aaron had to lead. The thing they cry out for against them is a need for water. We want to go back to Egypt. There was water there. We're free now. We should have water for our vines, for our pomegranates, for our figs. It feels a little like they're mourning the spiritual and nourishment and comfort that they had when Miriam and Aaron and Moses were leading them. Moses and Aaron, how did Moses respond? He hit the staff on the rock twice instead of speaking directly to the rock like God had instructed. Moses tells the rebels, here is your water. And instead of speaking to the rock like God had instructed, he paid a hefty price he was told he's no longer getting into Israel. Moses was angry. Moses was mourning, like his people, his Miriam. He has a different version of his Miriam. Imagine not being able to carry out your life's mission. Imagine without lifting up these voices of queer and trans people, we would be torn. We cannot fulfill our mission until we are, we cannot fulfill our mission until we find fulfillment for them. During Pride Month, we remember, we reclaim, we repair. We remember to lift up our queer, our black and trans and gender queer ancestors. We reclaim our right to identify however we believe in our mind and body and soul. 
We find our breath on our way to liberation. We repair our beautiful brokenness in hearts and communication and communities that are still in limbo that are still questioning those values. I invite you to hold and lift up those voices and say their names. May the light of the divine feminine find you, recognize you, lift you up and be kind to you. Shabbat shalom.